Uh, okay. So, uh, last we left off, you uh, were in the astral plane um, and needed to figure out where to go to find Cash. You are with your new friend, Nelson, and the dog. And Jack, who isn't helping us because he's a little bitch. Jack, because he can't, because, I mean, he yeah, can. Cause, yeah, because he's a little bitch. Well. And we could take him. That, and my dad could beat up his dad. Well. <laughs> I am Jack Fisher, chair of necromancy. The following is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Names, characters, businesses, places, and incidents are either products of the Dungeon Master's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons living or dead or any actual events are purely coincidental. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. You might be wondering how we got here. And you see Cash fall to the ground cold. Once upon a time, there were four great heroes who protected the land from evil kings and wicked warlocks. Your father was one of them, you know. You can't do this. And what? Leave my husband to the council so they can what? Lock him up for all eternity? Banish him to the reach of the Phaeton? Kill him in front of his son? Is that what you want, Michael? You remember those portal techniques I've been teaching you? Uh, sort of. Well, I'm going to help you make a really, really, really big one. And then you begin to see a light as this portal opens and closes again. The roof of this attic collapses in. Your, your father is, is pinned to the ground by some of the rubble. He begins crawling towards the portal. Your mother screams. This is a society of the weird and terrifying. You are under arrest for trying to open a portal to the Outlands. You see more of these masked figures now, all swarming in. And above them, you see your uncle Michael. There is a sickness spreading like wildfire through the council, Wesley. That's why I brought you in here. Jules, I'm, I'm sick. Julie, your father raised you, but he's not technically your biological father. There's something wrong. Cash, it wasn't his time. His spirit. I couldn't find it. What? There might be somebody else we can have help too. Could you bring Nelson in, please? Meet Nelson, Big B. Wait, is this the, the investigations team? Listen, we need you for this mission. <laughs> All oh. right, Nelson, calm down. All right, you all won't be going. Your av- your spirits will. Or rather, your souls, I guess. We're going to go to the astral plane, and you all see these silver cords kind of st- stretching out from your backs. Don't let those things get cut. They're not easy to cut. Some of these beings in here like to cut them. If you get cut, there's no way for me to pull you back easy. Last rule, if you die here, you don't die in real life. You just go back to your regular body.
so, uh, Jack goes, all right, um, Nelson, you have those your spirit beads, right? All right, yeah, I got them. All right, uh, go ahead and um, pop those out. We'll need a general general direction. Um, Julie or Wes, uh, one of you two, what's, um, what's something personal about Cash? It doesn't have to be extremely personal. Honestly, you could just use any general fact about him. We just need to get a general read of what direction he's in and how far. Uh, yeah. He likes Slim Jims. All right. Uh, as you as you say that, uh, Nelson, that bead, you have like a string of beads that kind of hangs down. And as Wes says that, one of them kind of plucks off and, and flies in a direction. Uh, make an intelligence check for me. I'm very smart. 21. 21. Uh, okay. Wow. That's very good. Uh, <laughs> so you, you, you kind of uh, start doing the math in your head of how far you're going to have to travel. It's going to be about a two weeks journey by Soul Sail. What the heck? And you also realize that the direction and, and the distance it's going, it's going fate inside of the astral plane. And you keep on doing the math and uh, you, you kind of do like a, a little general, like you, you like start recollecting of what could be in that direction. And you realize it's going to the bastion of unborn souls. Uh, make me a history check. Uh, that is a 17. 17. You remember that the Bastion of Unborn Souls is Ashelderon's domain. What's happening? Uh, I don't know. A-S-H. You guys know who Ashelderon is. We do? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't think. Oh, is that the dra- the dragon? Is there a dragon? No, you remember at the Fae Queen's court, there's a dragon? Uh, uh, a- right. I don't. I'll just send it to you. It Just Ashelderon. What do I see when I look out around the astral plane? Like uh, I described it last time, but um, I, I just one more time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see a variety of different things. You actually see like these floating different islands. You see these uh, every once in a while, and you see like these blips of um, different octopus like that get shot down or just kind of turn into this powder um, and then fade away and, and turn into these like star like dusts that dot the astral sky. Uh, you also see these ships that kind of sail. Um, over and away from you guys. And right now you actually see a couple of them docked above you in this kind of, this dock area. Uh, and you see you see like a whole bunch of beings scurrying around. You also see these wispy white creatures. And the, uh, these were the ones that um, Jack told you were the sentinels and that you should not mess with them. And Jack goes, all right, Nelson, what's the what's the report here? Where, where are we going? I relay the information that you need. Okay. Uh, he goes, shit. All right. Um, damn it. All right, we're going to have to get a, an astral sail then. Um, one thing you guys need to know about the astral plane is that things are very subjective here. Time also doesn't work the exact same way. A day here could be anywhere from six seconds to an actual day on Gaia. So oh, two weeks might be anywhere from two weeks to a minute or so on Gaia. So there's no way well, of telling. The only kind of barometer we have is the closer you get to the, the veil between the astral plane and Gaia, the the longer time seems to stretch. If it does end up being two weeks, are the other chairs just going to be fine with us postponing the hearing? Uh, I would assume that Michael would at least be able to get in here and, and tell us a little bit about it, but there's no way for us to exactly tell yet. So He was the only one we notified, right? So he goes, another thing is gravity is also subjective here. Uh, oh, joy. This is great for a physics major. I jump up and down. <laughs> you jump up and down and you just jump up and down. Damn it. He says, that's not exactly how it works. Watch. Um, you need to be able to control it subjectively. And you see him do a cartwheel and he lands on his hands. And then he begins floating upwards towards that island. 
and then you kind of watch him uh, as he kind of gets closer and closer to falling down. He he kind of flips over again, and he slowly slows and then lands and then kind of crumples onto the ground sitting down. He says, "You'll need to do it like this." Okay. <laughs> I I do I I, I do, it, I do the exact same thing. Full on like cartwheel handstand. Make a dexterity. Uh, make a dexterity check. Oh fuck! Actually, that's not that. Acrobatics bad. actually. Acrobatics. Ooh. That is acrobatics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unnatural twenty. Okay, you you see West kind of do the same maneuver. He flips over to his hands, uh, and then as he kind of nears the island, he does another flip and lands on, uh, on his hands and sits down and then stands up. Uh, who's next? Uh, I think Nelson is gonna do like a jump and like tuck. Okay. It's, yeah. Make a make an acrobatics check. This is not my boy's strong suit. Acrobatics. 12. 12? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Nelson kind of uh, try to do the same thing. He kind of uh, turns around and then ducks, and then you see him start to float up, and then he f- starts falling back to the earth, and then he floats back up, and he kind of gets kind of stuck in this. And you actually see him go, like, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, and eventually kind of lands on the um, on the actual platform, and Nelson, you take three points of falling damage. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Of bludgeoning damage as you kind of land on the 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 top side island uh, in a thud. Julie, oof! Is there a are there stairs? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's an island floating above us, and you just have to. Is there a ladder? Anti gravity it. Uh no. Okay, fine. You see, uh, let me oh. actually roll first. Okay. He's. Uh, yeah, you see. You said there's an island. Yeah, well, above. that's where we're going. We're trying to go. To what this. are we on right now? You're on an, a similar island. This one's a little bit longer and flatter. The astral plane is all these okay. Like, islands. Okay, so I fell off the island. She What'd you roll? roll? That was a crit fail. Oh. <laughs> I, f- I fell off the island, O'Neal. Uh, like, you can't tell me that's not what happened. <laughs> I definitely fell off the you island. You guys see Julie. So, Wes, you, you kind of land and, and are looking like kind of up at Julie now. Uh, you see Julie kind of do a, a handstand. Uh, and then as she kind of starts uh, going towards you guys, she starts careening far to the left and is now floating far away from you guys on the left. What do you guys do? Uh, Nelson opens up his uh, fanny pack of holding and uh, takes a long thread of uh, nylon rope, uh-huh. uh, ties it to his lightsaber, which is the immovable rod, plants that, and just try to la- tries to like lasso it and throw it towards Julie. Okay, uh, make a range attack. I do have a worst case scenario here where if we keep failing. Uh, that's a... 13. Uh, unfortunately, you're just short as you try to lasso uh, Julie away. Uh, Wes, what do you do? Uh, uh, how can far I, away is she? Can I shoot my gun uh, to she, Right now myself? she's about 20, 20 feet away. Shit. Can I shoot uh, my gun to myself Do I burn a fifth level spell slot already? Uh, no. <laughs> you, 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 so how the bad? way gravity works is it's just whatever. The gravity around you is what gravity is. So you shooting a gun will... It would I be like you shooting go a Nimbus. Could well, you help a, her? A gun has a, a kickback. It it'd be like you pointing the ground. It would give you like a minimal kickback, but you would still be falling. Oh, okay. Uh, you There's, you call for Nimbus to, yeah, go, to go help grab her. Uh, Nimbus is uh, kind of floating around, uh, kind of dazedly. Um, but Nimbus kind of flies over to uh, Julie. Uh, Julie, make a Constitution saving throw. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Eight. Julie passes through Nimbus. Uh, I want Nimbus you to know, back to me, and wait, I should I can re-roll it. Do you want me to? With what? 
with oh, like, with your resolve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably do that. Eleven. <laughs> That's just what you need. You see, you see Julie uh, starting to fall through, and then she kind of grabs with the top two hands and clutches Nimbus, and then begins slowly pulling herself uh, up and Christ, through. She has plus six con save. So it's a five. <laughs> I do that true. Uh. Julie, you begin flying back towards, and, and Jack was uh, about. You see Jack kind of pulling stuff out of his uh, his his side pa- bag. He has, and he goes, "Oh, thank God." Yeah, I mean, I could have burnt, I could have burnt a real high level spell and got her back here easy, but like that, probably I don't. This is, you know, <laughs> you probably. see uh, a number of those sentinels actually starting to uh, kind of conjure congregate around where Julie's heading. Like to us, we mean us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like around they're congregating you. around and us. The, and you can tell that by the way they're kind of pointing. They're pointing towards Julie. What do you do? The uh, uh, You said, what did we do, <laughs> Jack? What uh, did we I do? Have, no, I... Oh, shit. Is that... Is your is there being... Is your your cloud, is that outlandish? I mean, I think he's pretty outlandish. You know, he's he could be a really wild <sighs> guy. Yeah, that deserved to sigh, but yes, yes, he is in fact an outlander thing. <laughs> okay, the Sentinels are specifically here to, uh, you see Jack uh, starting to talk in this kind of sing-songy language uh, that has like a lot of uh, uh, vowels to one of these Sentinels, um, and they talk back kind of in this almost like computer code kind of dialect, um, and Jack goes, all right, it should be fine, just they don't want that thing floating around Okay, I'll just not use him. Uh, also, quick question. I open my bag that I have, and I'm like, any of this stuff, uh, <laughs> any stuff in my inventory I can't use other than Nimbus? Because I don't know what in here is Outlander and what isn't. The Brook of Returning out? Yes, it is. Um, well, I can't get rid of it. I'm He kind of looks it over. He says, "Um, I, I don't think so. I think these are all probably fine. You eventually kind of float back down and uh, Nimbus is also trying to figure out how to kind of land. Uh, Julie, make me another dexterity saving throw. Let's see if you can. It's a lower DC. Yeah, I make it. What is it? Uh, that is a 22. Tweak, okay, tweak yeah. You you manage this time to kind of orient yourself down and land. So right now, the only people that can effectively use subjective gravity correctly is West, Suwan, and Jack. So you two will have oh, to make. I'm so dexterity. glad the dog can. <laughs> he, he just rolled the, the dog DC. has three legs. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. This this should be easy for this should be this should be easy for uh, you, Julie. Well, come on, man. So you guys will have to make acrobatics checks. Uh, yeah, I don't fly. or practice. But you guys, uh, Jack goes. All right, I'm gonna. Good thing we have two weeks, don't we? I mean, yeah. If you want to practice this, it, it's a complicated technique to be to be fair, but. It, it's not hard once you get there. Yeah, it's not the hardest thing I've learned. Uh, he goes, all right, I'm going to go see if I can go get us a, a, a sale. Um, if you need any supplies or anything, there's a market about five earth blocks away from here. Uh, if you guys want to go see if you want to buy anything. I'm not sure what I kind of money you've got. I haven't, last mission, I haven't so been paid since no the money. last mission. Hey, Jack, you want to... Hey you got you want to spare us some coin? I am Shoot keeping any money just in case we have to pay tolls or anything. We're waiting here then. I have five. <laughs> human Nelson, dollars if you need anything to go. <laughs> Nelson, if you need anything to go, stock yeah, up Nelson's on supplies. Yeah, Nelson's gonna go cruise on over. Okay. Uh, what are you gonna go buy? Um, 
Uh, it's, what what, what kind of what kind of marketplace we got going on here? Um, it's a mainly Phaetonian based marketplace, so think uh, most of the stuff from the D and D manual. Uh, it's it's very sparse. There's not a ton of stuff here, but this is probably the uh, a, a smaller market than the ones you 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 are you've heard of from the astral plane. Okay, I think he is going to um, first like undo his sort of like rope rod situation mm-hmm. that he was building and put that back into uh, that um, and then I think he's going to look for tools like like toolkits um, uh-huh. see if he could find a uh, like an herbalism kit or like an alchemist's kit can you pick a okay. lock because I feel like you ought to be able to do that uh, yeah he has tinkering tools uh, you do not find an herbalist kit but you do find a alchemist kit put me down for one of those champ Okay, uh, so it'll cost you 50 GP, 500 bucks. Can any of us pick a lock? I just thought about that. I mean, yeah. need, I can pick a lock. Uh, you need a I just a don't lock have a lock-picking pick. kit. Or a yeah. bobby um, pin. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. How much is a lock-picking kit? I don't know. You don't have to find out. If you get one from, like, Wish, it's probably, like, four bucks. Shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. I uh, use the spell Wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. I can just make stuff. Never mind. If I need a lockpicking kit, I'll just make a lockpicking kit. And are there any, um, like, is there, like, a, because there's one in every, is there just, like, a junk shop kind of situation? Yeah, I think there is uh, in every main is, city uh, in exactly. the RPG. There's yeah. kind of a, uh, a, this this you you get the the feeling that this is more of a uh, kind of sailors area. So the the junk shop is kind of uh, materials you would use to kind of patch up a uh, a soul sale. But there is one. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go in there. Um, I think Nelson's gonna try to look for any like. Because okay, so a soul sale is like, is it like a mix between like? It's a mix between a ship and uh, kind of an archaeological. Archeolo- uh, I mean, it's like it's a, it's every a, flying it's, ship from JRPGs. Almost. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I think if he could find something to like repair the sail or On any. A soul sail? Yeah. All right. Uh, you you walk into this uh, almost uh, I forget the name for a ship mechanic place, but that place uh, where they would repair a ship, and uh, the guy goes, "Oi, what what do you need?" Uh, I'm uh, looking for something um that like I don't know maybe like soul sail like thread or a needle or something to like patch up like are you looking for a soul needle that's a that's a different thing but if you're looking for some some material to repel a sail i can i can sell it to you depends on the the quality of the sail we'll see now what um what's a soul needle a soul needle that's a that's a tricky item it's uh it's pretty expensive too i don't personally carry them but i can i can show you where they well you know i just want to know what it is it's a it's a needle that uh, that can bind a soul to another being for a short period of time, depending on the artistry that one uses. Uh, it, it's mainly used to uh, bring a couple of beings and to serve to to another being. Where would I find one of those? Uh, I only know of a place that has two currently on this island. Um, in this island system, it's about uh, six skips over to the east, uh, but. It's it's a pretty pricey item. I don't know if you if you understand. It requires a certain mine of a finery to use. All right. Um. Well, then, can I see? May I peruse your wares for uh soul sale uh, repairs uh or materials? Yeah, of course. Um, what what should what would you be looking for? I mean, I have. I, he starts. Uh, he has these like kind of rotating um sheets of of sale material, and and you see some of them are kind of these, these glistening white ones, while all of them seem to be almost just like 
pure sail material says what kind of what kind of ship are you sailing on um i'm just looking for something like mid-grade so like not like you know uh super liner like super luxury but not like a dinghy so i'm looking for something in the middle what uh what materials are you is your ship uh, flying on well, um, see, I haven't quite commandeered a ship yet, but I'm very handy with, you know, tools and the whatnot, so I'm trying to see if I can uh, help in any way. I know the ship will probably have uh, repair tools, but I just want to be, you know, a little extra safe. I can give you the versatile kind, but it'll, it'll run you a pretty penny. Yeah, I mean, you know. All right, that'll be another, uh, that'll be another 50 gold. Another 50 gold? Yeah. Can I? <clears throat> How much <throat> material are you looking to buy? How many yardage? Mama used to sell, used to make costumes for the Christmas pageant, <laughs> so I want to say, I want to say four yards. Yeah, four yards will run you, yeah, let's see here. Yeah, that'll be about 50 gold. All right, so is that 50 on top of the other 50, or is that- No, like, no, no, that's just the 50. Okay, yeah. rad. Uh, anyway, I can talk you down just a little bit from that price. I mean, it's for four yards, it's- Little price. I mean, if you have anything to if you have anything to sell to me, I'll I'll take a deal. But otherwise, the price is the price. Let me let me take a look here. And he <laughs> opens up the fanny pack and just sticks his entire fucking arm in there. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think he has anything of like major. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> he is going to take out a um one of his experimental elixirs. Mm-hmm. Um, be like, I have. I have a rare potion here, one of a kind. I wanted you to say Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he plays Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but I have a one of a kind potion here of uh, beneficial effects that I would uh, trade for one yard of your material. He kind of uh, starts stroking his beard. He goes, what kind of uh, beneficial effects does this one have? Let me look it up. <laughs> At this point, I think Wes wanders in. Is uh-huh. this okay? Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, that's fine. Wes wanders in and goes, and he kind of sees what's happening, and he goes, Nelson, uh, finish up whatever you're doing here. Try and, try and save some money. I, I need some extra money for mom's medicine. All right, hold on. Uh, hold on there, Make Cal. a deception check. <laughs> I'm going to roll insight. Uh, 14. I'm going to reuse my wild magic <laughs> Because okay. I want this to happen. Oh my god, another 14. <laughs> he Lol. got lucky. He rolled a natural one. He goes, he kind of gives you a, a sympathetic look and then looks back to Nelson and says, Sorry, this is my cousin. Um, we're just trying to get the the material so we can go home and see his mom, uh, who is, is Aelin. Make a deception check because you guys don't look like astral beings. Oh my beings. god. <laughs> Listen, we are Nelson, visiting. are you okay? I'll give you advantage because Wes... Uh, was successful, but yeah, make a just, make that. I'm just trying to make a deal. I don't know how to make a deal. Um, advantage, right? advantage. Yeah, that's with advantage. Um, fuck. Um, it's twelve. Okay, you, you still managed to. All right. He goes. Uh, that's um, that's pretty sad. Yeah, it's mad. It's mighty unfortunate. Listen, um, but um, I do it, have a elixir here um, that will um, 
It is a elixir of boldness. It will uh, just, you know, give you a little more oomph to sort of deal with, uh, you know, anybody who's picking on you or anything like that. So You know what? I'll take that and um, let's say 20 gold and you go help your mom. Perfect. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, yeah, he gives you over the, the sale material and uh, you uh, walk out with uh, Wes. The moment the door closes and we're out of your shot, he goes, you almost blew it, kid. But you know what? Next time... We're going to get him. I almost, you know what? Very well. <laughs> okay, so I got that for 20 gold. Don't yeah, forget. 20 gold. Yeah, you have, I, I think you, we said you're allowed three questions and you ask, like, at any point during the journey. Yeah, you can ask questions about these. I'm what? formulating. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, Julie, rush me. <laughs> Julie, what do you do? You can't rush art. I'm practicing the jumping. <laughs> okay, uh, make another dexterity saving throw. I'm not doing it by the edge of the cloud or okay. whatever. Or acrobatics, sorry. It's acrobatics. Check. Is, um, 16. 16. This time you you, you kind of uh, kind of learning from, from your mistakes. You kind of begin shifting and kind of twirling your body. And you, you, you get a general hang of it. I'll say you have half movement while you're uh, using it. Nice. Uh, That's nice. Very nice. <gasps> uh, Weston... Uh, Nelson, uh, I almost called you Cash. God damn it! Uh, Wes and Nelson kind you of walk by, and you me. see you see Julie um, kind of practicing floating and turning and kind of changing in the air. Um, and eventually, Jack comes back and he says, "God damn it!" What's up, Mister Fisher? Uh, there's a there's an astral storm in our direction, so none of mine usual. What does that mean <sighs> for the uninitiated? It's it's a storm that's caused by the rifts that open in the astral plane. My normal charter won't fly through it. They're 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 against it, but we need to get there. We don't know how long Cash has. I mean, I get seasick. Is this going to be bad? Uh, he goes. Uh, I mean, it's dangerous, but we don't have time to wait. I mean, I can go with you and see if we can try to charter some someone else. <sighs> I am Nelson, quite the uh, I don't, I don't wheeler and dealer of but, uh, business. I would rather Does have SWAT not Wes. have any property or any sway here? We do, but none of my personal channels. Then why can't we do it through SWAT? That Those are my personal channels. We're going to have to go independent here. Um, well, no one knows me, so I'm not going to be of any Let's go find help. an astral pirate. <laughs> Uh, where do you guys go? There's a there's a kind of a dock where people are kind of working on repairing ships and uh, and kind of chartering uh, business the over there. Let's, we got to find the seediest looking bar to find our Han Solo. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, Jack, can to, I still come along? I promise I'll keep my mouth shut. Uh, sure, Nelson. Um, I would rather maybe the kid hey, come along. Maybe the kid will learn something. Where are you guys going? I said we have to find the seediest bar to find our Han Solo. Okay, uh, you go to uh, a tavern then. Yeah, yeah. I have we no find, sway in this. We find we find the coolest looking guy in the corner. Okay, you. <laughs> so, Jack kind of goes off with Nelson to uh, a charter area. Wes, you go to a tavern. Julie, where are you going? Hey, Julie, come with me. I, I need some backup. Okay, fine. Okay, you go with uh, Wes. Wes, you kind of walk over. There's only this like very small uh, hostel tavern kind of mix. Uh, it's it's a little ways away from the. Um, the, the docks and um, you, you kind of walk in and there's, there's a there's a bunch of people just kind of uh, sitting around chattering uh, you see a, a, a couple people wearing like matching uniforms uh, kind of designated as crew what are you looking for 
the cool. I told you already, the coolest guy. Okay, make he's a perception check. He's got his check. feet on a table. He's got like you know. Make a, per- a cool vest. Make make a perception check. <laughs> Uh, 16. <laughs> 16. Uh, you see a guy, he does have his feet on a table. He's kind of smoking a pipe. He's got, got this hat, uh, th- this kind of tall, wavy hat. Um, he's kind of sitting by himself. You see uh, every once in a while, you see uh, one of the barmaids kind of come over and refill his drink, and he flips a coin to him without looking at him. Uh, oh, massive sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a couple swigs of his uh, Is he ale. human? He's a, he's a dwarf. Okay. Uh, he's got got this this kind of long scar that kind of goes from the 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 bottom of the left bottom of his chin to the right top of his uh, eyebrow. Cool. Uh, I walk I walk up to him. You, you kind of walk over to him. What do you? I sit down. I sit down across from him and say, "Do you happen to pilot a uh, soul ship? What is it called? Soul sail. Soul sail." He kind of leans back, taking uh, you and uh, you and Julie into account. He says, "Uh." Who's asking? Just some people trying to fly through a storm. Hmm, a storm, you say? Astral storms are tricky business. It's urgent. We'll pay well. You pay well, you say? I could take a, a well-laid payment. Things have been a little bit slow around here. What with the rifts opening up recently. Hmm. You got a rate? I've got a rate. Do you have the gold? Wes in his head is like, damn it, I should have asked Jack what our... What our budget was. Um, yeah, we got the gold. All right. I'll see you on the docks in... Uh, uh, what is your rate? I gotta ask. Come, uh, come on, man. <sighs> Let's see. Yeah. He kind of looks you up and down and takes account of Julie says, How many of you we got? Four. And a dog. And a dog. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. The dog only Let's has three legs if that makes a difference. And uh, where would you be going? I remember where Jack said we're going. Uh, Nelson actually said, but uh, he said you're going to the Bastion of Unborn Souls. The Bastion of Unborn Souls. He kind of uh, stops smoking his pipe for a minute, sets it down. Sighs, he says, uh, hmm. I won't be going there. I'll take you to the nearest drop-off area, but I'm not going, taking a single step into that godforsaken place. Why not? The Bastion of Unborn Souls is a is a dark place, Boyo. I would recommend you don't go there, but if you have to, I recommend bringing a lot more than four people and a dog. You haven't seen these four people yet. One of us has a lightsaber. He kind of chuckles himself. He says, well, I'll take your money, but uh, it'll be about a thousand gold a day. Uh, can I? How long are you going to be here? Because... till somebody takes my rate. And see me you're going through and... Uh, Could I put a hold on it or something? Like... <laughs> if you want to pay a down payment, I'll take a down payment. But uh, first piece, people to give me money. First people to take me. Okay. I... I look up at Julie and I say, Julie, could you go uh, ask Jack? Yeah. Why don't I do that? All right, uh, Julie, you run out to uh, to Jack, uh, Nel- Nelson, and uh, Jack. Uh, what are, what are you guys doing? I'm eating a sandwich. You're eating a sandwich while <laughs> perusing the docks. Uh, what are you looking for? I said I'd keep my mouth shut. Um, I don't know, just like a like a schooner, like a even you know, not like a pleasure vehicle, but yeah. like something that's like sturdy, 
small, fast. Okay. You uh you you see one of you see a, actually a handful of these. Uh, two of them are actually here for repair. The other three are. Uh, you see one of them has like a person kind of loading up, and then the other two. Uh, one of them is kind of unmanned at the moment, and the other one you see uh, the crew kind of uh, sitting on it idly. The one that kind of is unmanned and unwatched right now is uh, a little bit nicer. This other one is a little bit more rickety. I don't think we're we have the budget for nicer, so. Um, I think rickety is right in our price range. Okay. So, um, again, I'm going to just follow Jack because <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, Jack kind of takes stock of the, the two ships. He, he actually walks up to the one that's kind of being docked loaded, right, loaded right now, and he says, um, uh, excuse me, could I talk to a, a captain or a, a private or any, anyone, please? And you see uh, one of these um, elvish people kind of uh, swing down from the top of one of the sails and says, that'd be me. Um, hi, how can I help you? And Jack goes, we're looking to board your, your ship. Where, where would you be going? He says, unfortunately, this one's filled up. We have a, a private enterprise uh, currently. Jack says, all right, uh, well, sorry to bother you. Thank you. and Have a nice day. He kind of walks over to this other one where the, uh, the, the crew is kind of lazily uh, sitting around. He says, hey, would you all be going to the Bastion of Unborn Souls by chance? And... Uh, the crew kind of looks around and, and begins laughing at each other. Says, uh, one of them kind of speaks up and says, Aye, if the money's right. Jack kind of goes, it depends. And as this happens, uh, Julie kind of runs up while Jack is having this conversation. Hey, uh, Jack, what's our budget? <laughs> <laughs> Jack kind of, uh, in the middle of this conversation, gives you a side eye and gives you a finger. We West found someone who's willing to do it. Uh, we need to know the range, Jack. I only brought 20,000, so... It was 1,000 gold, if you remember, if you want to run that by him. I was. A day. Uh, for 1,000 gold a day? Uh, shit. That's going to cut deep into our funds, but if we, if it's guaranteed, I'm not necessarily liking this, this crew here, but it honestly does depend. Uh, Are you roasting in front of them? Huh? You're like saying, I don't like this crew no, no, in no. He front kinda, of them. No, I imagine he, he, we took a he step was shouting, back. Yeah, he was shouting over, and he says, uh, one second, uh, to, to have I this think, conversation I think with Nelson's going to try to, like, you know how, like, I feel like he's, like, a tourist, like, holding a churro kind mm-hmm. of, like, vibe is what I guess I'm getting from him. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try to, like, approach the crew, trying to be cool. Um, I think he's going to, like, try to be cool, but just be like, ahoy, ahoy. Yeah, one of them kind of looks at you quizzically and goes, Ahoy, what are you doing? Where are y'all going? Right now, wherever the money takes us. Well, what's your, uh, what's your, uh, are you taking on passengers? Of course, we're always taking on passengers if the price is right. Y'all got a captain? Or is this one of those, like, democracy ships or whatever? Uh, you see a- newfangled. You see a burly, uh, kind of balding human, uh, but muscular kind of stand up in the vehicle. That'd be me. What can I do you for? Well, howdy. Um, I am looking to charter a ship. My employer, he's the the tall, dark, handsome one over there. He's uh, we're looking to charter a ship to the Bastion of Un- uh, uh, the Souls that, that he's mentioned, and I think he's getting a little nervous. He <laughs> <laughs> said the Bastion, huh? Yes, yes, sir. Um, mm. but I um. Hey, there's an astral storm out that way. Yeah, darn tune. So. Uh, what, what would it, okay, so there's four of us and a three-legged dog, what would that cost us to get there? 
on your beautiful vessel. <laughs> Does she have a name? That'd be Margaret. Margaret the ship. I love it. It's very <laughs> good. Thank you. Hmm. The bastion is a, it's a terrifying place. So I have heard. We've had a little bit of a lull lately, and we could use some repairs for the ship. Hey, I, I, I'm good with my hands. I mean, they look small, but they, I mean, they're, they're fast. They're nimble, one might say. What would you say to 700 gold a day? Sounds pretty good to me. Let me double check with my employer. Is that a, uh, is that a, uh, solid rate? Or when I come back, you'll be like 800, like, you know, like one of those airplane websites. And as soon as you go back, it's like, oh, it's $50 more for the flight. It depends on how quick you are. Uh, I'll be right back. One moment. And he's going to run over to Jack. Jack! Jack! Uh, Jack's having conversations with Julie now about the rate of the other guy. He says, I got 700 for this ship. Uh, a day. 700 a day for the ship. And they go through the storm. Uh, and get us all the way to the bastion. Uh, fuck. The ship's Julie, what, Margaret. What, what about the what about your people? Uh, 1,000 a day seems pretty shady. He's also really cool, though. Wes, what are you doing in the tavern? Oh, yeah. I was about to say. I'm just sitting there. I'm like... Like, awkward. Like, really awkward. Just, like... He, he kind of uh, he kind of goes um what what's taking you to the bastion I was kind of hoping this was kind of a, a no questions type of deal he kind of looks down his nose at you says you know normally no questions uh, cost you a little bit more mm, yeah <laughs> uh, Jack goes all right well we have an option here uh, I'm assuming that the other ship isn't nearly as rinky dink as this one and it kind of nods to the the ship you're currently talking about what do you, what do you two say i think we should go with what nelson found all right uh nelson do you also have as much confidence as julie seems to have in you well i don't want to waste one of my questions but you you're confident in me i'm not uh you know what i think so okay hold on I'm gonna give you one more chance. Okay, so you want to ask right. me that? So okay, here's here's the deal. So they, the ship is in need of some repairs. I do not know how extensive they are, but I did offer my services to help repair the ship, and I believe that as part of the uh, reduced rate. But we do need to act quickly. I mean, Jack, isn't he like good at that kind of stuff? I mean, yeah, Nelson's a pretty yeah, pretty fine craftsman. Yeah, then why don't we craftsman. do that? I mean, if that's fine with you, Nelson, you'll be working all Because won't we be more confident with the... We'll know for sure the quality of the ship in that case. I mean, that sure, that's fair. Yeah, we'll take it then. Uh, he kind of shouts over, he says, Is I'll the offer still on the table? And then uh, one of the other people go, Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. As long as you're paying in cold, hard gold. And Jack kind of gives a firm nod. He says, Julie, you want to go grab Wes? Yeah. Okay, I run back. Uh, I walk in, and I'm going to... Stand up to Wes, and I'm gonna say, uh, "Come with me. Need to talk to Jack." Uh, well, it's uh, been real. I've always wanted to talk to a real astral pirate. If if you're a pirate, I don't know. I just seem you seem like a very cool guy. Um, I'll let you know if we'll take it, and I'd stand up and leave. Okay, he says, "All right. I'll, uh, if I don't see you again, good luck on your journey." Uh, and he kind of gives you a salute and goes back to his drinking pipe. 
you guys walk out and board this kind of uh, astral ship. And Margaret. Uh, yeah, you guys board Margaret. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can we call her the Margaret? The Margaret. Okay. You board Thank the you. Margaret. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the crew kind of uh, leaves the the most of you alone. Nelson, uh, the captain, kind of points out what what they need repairs. the The astral sail itself has a couple dings and tears in it. The steer kind of needs a bit of repairs for fine tuning. And uh, the captain goes, "If we're gonna be going into an astral storm, I want these fixed before we head in. Those are gnarly and nasty." I think Nelson like takes like an appraising look. Rotor work. Yeah, I can make this work. I can make this work. Um, you got other carpenters on the ship? Only one. Only one? Bob over here. Bob? Bob. Another Bob? We got, we got. Full name's Bobbert. Bobbert? <laughs> I'm gonna call him Rert. Um, what is so. I, I step in. What is your name, sir? My name is McGullancully. <laughs> nice to meet you. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't expect <laughs> that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Cully. <laughs> okay, so you got uh, Mr. Bobbert. Is he good with his hands? He's a fine carpenter. I mean, can't just ask someone that. Well, hey, you know, <laughs> no, that was, he doesn't know. He's minus one charisma. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fine Lord. carpenter, and he'll do good work. All right. Um, I wouldn't have him on this crew otherwise. All right. All right. Uh, so I should turn to Owen Wilson there for a second. <laughs> all right. So um, I can get to work on the sails. I do have material to uh, help patch that up. And um, I couldn't see what I can do about the fine tuning of the rudder and the steering, um, but like the major like uh, body work, I'm not so sure of. I can definitely help with it, but um, I can do that sail. I can pitch patch that sail up real quick, um, and then once we're underway, I can make some I can make some tweaks to the steering. All right, I'm gonna need that done before we enter the astral storm. It's about a day's out, so get to it. You got it, sir. Um, and I think Nelson's gonna like. Start busting things out of the fanny pack and like get to. Okay. Uh, you guys have about a day before you reach the astral storm. What do you? Uh, what are Julie and Wes doing? I keep practicing. Keep on practicing the the subjective gravity. Yeah. All right. uh, make me another acrobatic check. Um, that is a twelve. Twelve. You're still pretty much at the same place where you are. You you kind of get it, but you you for some reason the the way your your kind of logical brain thinks, especially with like how you shoot guns and how yeah. gravity affects that, you can't really grasp the the concept of being able to shift gravity at your whim. Oh, uh, so you're you're still at half movement uh, where you are. Uh, Wes, what do you do? Um, I want to pull Julie aside. Um, after a few hours. Well, first, I'm going to go find a hammock and kick it. Uh, there actually aren't any hammocks. They have some bunks on the underneath of the... It's fucking weak. But, uh, uh, yeah, okay, fine. Apart I, find from the crew it, quarters. I, I think Wes is very disappointed when he finds there's not. it's not just a bunch of hammocks with, like, a monkey. But, like... He, it is a soul sail, not just a regular pirate ship. It, Wes doesn't know that. Um, but, yeah, he rolls up. He, he finds Julie practicing. Um, after a few hours, he took a, took a nap. Or something, okay. and uh, uh, he says, "Hey, Julie, can I uh, can I pull you aside, talk to you for a minute?" Uh, yeah, what's up? And can we find like a? I mean, it's a ship, so it's not like super private, but yeah. like a, a. I mean, you could stay in the the living quarters if you want. They're all bunks, by the way. Just a place where, like, if somebody walking in, it wouldn't be like you couldn't hear. Uh, us. Well, I mean, not even if you couldn't hear us, but it would like we would know if somebody was like. Well, or it was there and like listening. And I mean, you could just go to the top of the ship and kind of off the edge, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So I pulled Julie aside, 
and I I say I'm not super holding up well. Um, I'm 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 glad we have this astral. Well, I mean, after this mission, mission if you need to take a it, break, you can. Uh, we'll You're see. Well within your rights to go on leave. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, we'll just get Cash's soul back, and then. <laughs> I mean, but that's ridiculous to say. When we have his soul back, what does that mean? Does it mean he'll uh, die do in I know peace, what it means? or does it mean he come comes back? Uh, make a mm, make a religion check. Oof. Fourteen. Fourteen. You know that uh, if his soul was being held, uh, it could mean that we could, his soul could either pass on or that you guys would be able to bring it back. Well, uh, if his soul is being held, he would either be able to pass on or we could bring him back potentially. Uh, with like with like a true resurrection type of thing, um, since it's well past uh, revivify. Do you think he'd want to come back, or do you think he's? That's up for him to decide. Because he wasn't happy with the hand he was dealt. I, I mean, Julia's up for him to decide. We'll we'll see. Um, but I I'd like to think he'd come back. You know, I. His, he's got his family. He's got he's got to take care of the dog. Who's going to take care of the dog? Not me. I'm not a dog person. Well, I mean, his sister. Oh, right? just, did she take did she take the dog? She took the dog for a little bit, but yeah, I don't know if she. They have you. a baby. Like I don't know if they have the time to take care of a new dog. You know, like I I don't know. Um. Anyway, I just wanted to. Yeah. Well, on the bright side, once we have this hearing, we might all be fired anyway, so it doesn't really matter. You can. We can only hope. End scene. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, eventually, you guys. Um, uh, one of the crewmates uh, asks you to kind of leave the area because they're they're uh, Nelson. It's bingo night. Needs to kind of do a little bit of work to fix uh, one of the the, the controlling rudders on the on, on the underside of where you guys are. So, uh, Nelson, go ahead and make me three uh, intelligence. Uh, Checks with your tinkerer's tools. Come on, smart boy. Okay. Uh, First one will be for the sail. Second one will be for the uh, steering, and then third one will be for the rudders. Sail, steering, rudders. Okay. Um, intelligence. What? Uh, plus your tinker tool proficiency. Oh, tinkering. Okay, proficiency, which is intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, a seventeen for the sails. Okay. A wait, hang on. If it's your intelligence plus your proficiency, your intelligence is oh plus eight, so it's yeah. plus eight. So that's yeah, twenty one for the sails, uh, twenty for the steering, and nineteen for the rudders. Okay, uh, the sails and the steering, you pretty much fix up as good as new. the The rudders are fine; they are definitely better than they were before. Uh, and the captain actually kind of claps you on the shoulder, and says, "Good work there. Um, I appreciate it." Well, thank you, sir. And uh, if we need any other uh, stuff done on the ship while we're underway, I'm, oh, I I'm have happy plenty to help. for you to do. Don't you worry. We got oh, a couple boy. astral cannons that we need uh, fixed up. Wait, can I take a look at those right now? Yeah, they're down under. <laughs> I actually want to go talk to the captain. Okay. Uh, captain Nelson kind of walks away, and you step up. Captain McGullencully. McGullencully, yes. McGullencully, yes. Uh, what what race is he? Human. What, what does he look human? Yeah. He's got these, um, he's human, but he's got these kind of uh, almost piercing blue eyes that almost seem unhuman. Okay. 
Um, what can we expect with the astral storm? I mean, I assume it's not like rain. Uh, as long as we don't get attacked by too many parasites, all you'll need to do is uh, oh. stay underneath and uh, cool. stay off the top deck. That's only Wonderful. for us, us trained uh, individuals. Is it? But what, like, is it? Like, what, you know, like, what? It's hard to explain, honestly. It's, um, we've got a lot of different things that can happen. It's, it's created by rifts in the astral plane. The astral plane can, can open to other planes. Phaeton, Gaia, the, the different planes of the elementals, uh, the hells. Cool. It, it's a nasty, cool. nasty thing. Uh, and the closer we go fate inside, the, the deeper and darker the rifts get. And that's how you get these astral storms. It's not a pretty thing, but it's something we have to weather. I've weathered quite a few myself. And uh, the Margaret, she she does well in them. So shouldn't be too much of a bother. Famous last words. But uh, if you need our help, just let us know. We can come up and... Parasites? You said parasites. Like little buggers. They're not too, too, too dangerous. Uh, what they bring with them, though, that can that can be a bother. We'll we'll have to see. You're being very vague about all of this. Don't want to scare you, boy. It's I've, gonna be bad. Trust me, I've I've seen some shit. Uh, make a perception check. Nineteen. Nineteen. You actually kind of look up around, and uh, as as you do, he kind of says, "Ah, actually, there's one right there." Um, and then it's oh, just like it's uh, almost spiky ball. And then you kind of see one of its arms kind of reach out and uh, kind of grab some of this particulate and kind of suck it into itself. And it seems to just be like these spiky like limbs that kind of extend out from itself uh, every once in a while. It says those those buggers are nasty in, in large numbers and they, they can get quite a lot bigger than that. But um, expect we, like get these. rid of that one is like if we try uh, and kill the, it, is it the rule of thumb is if they ain't bothering you, you don't bother them. All right. I won't cast frostbite on it. Okay. Uh cool. Good talk. Eventually uh you guys um continue sailing for a while. Night falls and uh you hear some bells ringing up above for, coming from top of the ship. Is it like emergency bells or like change of crew uh, bells? It, it, it's almost uh emergency bells and you hear a couple like uh short pops coming out from the the top side. Yeah, Nelson's going up to the top deck. Okay. Uh, hey Nelson, uh, before you go, okay, he's gone. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go make sure he doesn't uh, die. Okay, uh, Julie, what do you do? I'm heading up. Yeah. Okay, you all head up and you start to see swaths of these different kind of parasites. They're not terrible, but you see a couple of them starting to latch onto the ship and starting to crush into it. He says, "Aye, we could." Uh, the captain kind of goes, "Aye, we could use a couple hands here." Frostbite. Fighting, ha- fighting hands, or anything to get rid of these buggers. Got it. Uh, so what are you guys doing? Uh, Nelson is going to take out uh, a hand axe from his uh, bag of holding. Okay. And, and chuck it at the nearest parasite. Okay, make an attack. That is a 23. That hits. Roll damage. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, that is a six plus two, eight damage. Eight damage. You you see Nelson just chuck one of his hand axes at one of these parasites, and it just turn into dust immediately, and the hand axe returns to him. Um, what else? Frost what else? Do you guys do? Okay. Uh, constitution save fails. Um, roll damage. How much damage is it? It is two d six because I'm at fifth level. It's two d six. That's three damage. That's uh, you see. You also see one of uh, you see West kind of point a finger at one of them, and it just kind of freezes up and turns into this particulate as well. Oh, uh, Julie, what are you doing? Uh, 
How close are they? They're like swarming. They're kind of floating around. You see a couple on the ship itself. Uh, you see a couple of the. How close are they getting to people? You so you see, uh, none of them are kind of getting on the the, the ship itself. You see, actually, uh, as one of them kind of gets close to the sail, uh, a couple of the crew start popping away at it. Um, so they're not it, within melee range then. No, most of them aren't. Uh, if you went okay. to the front of the ship, you could, or if you went to the side of the ship, you could start like, scraping them off. But I was thinking, like, if they're like dive bombing us, I was thinking like bash them with a shield. But it's they're more not- like you guys are flying into a wall of them. Okay, I guess shotgun then, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, make a range attack. That is a 16. 16? Yeah, you blast uh, a, a radius with the shotgun, and you see, like, a big kind of circle of them just kind of turn into this particulate. Uh, and the captain goes, oh, do do more of that, because that's, that's useful. Oh, I have two attacks. Yeah, you can go ahead and do it again. <laughs> that is a 27. Yeah, you, you blast a, another kind of ring of them, uh, and they, they all kind of start uh, disappearing. Uh, everybody make a perception check. Great. 14. 14. 12. Uh, Nelson, you see a couple bigger ones uh, starting to float towards you guys. Uh, what do you do? I am going to cast a Melf's Acid Arrow at one of the bigger ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see actually three of them uh, starting to float towards the ship, and they're they're about the size of the sails themselves. Oh, They're yeah. pretty Jesus big. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cast... Um, Oh, do I want to do that, though? Hold on, stand by. Uh, and actually, as you point this out, the captain goes, Oh, dear yeah. God, here we go. Acid arrow. Crew at the ready. Get the only functioning cannon together. The only functioning cannon? Yeah, Listen, all right, one. I can't fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you see the... You see one of the, the crew members kind of go underneath, and you, you hear a, a kind of loading sound almost uh, starting up. Go ahead and roll that, uh, roll that attack. Uh, that is a... 21. 21, that hits. Full damage. It's 4d4 and then, um, oh shit. It's 4d4 and then after that it is 2d4 at the end of its next turn. Okay, cool. So that is 4, 6, uh, 4, 6, 8, 12. Uh, Acid damage. Uh, which one? The one on the left, center, uh, far right? Whatever the biggest one is. The biggest one? Okay. I'll say you hit the one on the left. Yeah, you, you see it, and then you, the acid kind of splashes on it, but the only thing it does is start reaching out its arms to kind of get kind of feel out, and you actually see it grab a couple of the ones near it and start pulling it towards itself. Uh, let's roll initiative. Wait, so how many of these things are there? There's a, there's about a 100 of the, the smaller ones, and then there's three kind of big ones on the center. Uh, are they all, left and they're right all attached the, to the ship? No. They're, they're floating, they're floating the kind of towards us. Okay. All right. Uh, top of the order is Julie. Julie, you see these three, now that Nelson's pointed them out, uh, these three kind of floating spindles kind of coming towards you. What do you do? Shotgun, right? Okay. Uh, which one are you shooting? Have I reloaded it in that one second I had or no? Uh, no, it would have used, you would have oh, to use okay. one of your attacks to reload. Okay. I'll do one shot and then I'll reload Okay. for my second attack. Uh, yeah. Well, you you would have had to reload then one shot. Oh, I'll, I'll, I have. You get two I shots. Yeah. I forgot. You're right. I have for some reason in my head because it the damage is um, three d eight. Oh, you in my head I keep three, like three shots. Yeah. yeah. You're fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. So reload and then shoot. Okay. As, assuming I can hit at least two of them. So least. it would be out of the range of your normal like shot, shot. They're not uh, close enough for the shotgun then. 
Uh, they are close enough in the sense that you they could make the dexterity saving. They're in the, the range, but they are not within the blast. Uh, 18. 18? Okay. Uh, let's see if it makes a dexterity saving. Uh, it does. So uh, it. roll 3d8, and then it takes half damage. And which one are you shooting? The one on the left, right, or center? Left. Okay. 24. 24. So points of damage. Okay. Wes, your turn. What do you do? Uh, so they're all floating toward us. Yes. How many could I get? How many are within a 20-foot radius? Uh, I mean, there's a big chunk of them. Uh, there's, there's a lot of the little ones. But then the big ones are pretty far separated. They're on either side of the actual ship floating towards it. And then the big chunk. Or is the big chunk near any of the the, 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 the big ones? So the, the, it's essentially, think of it as a wall of these little tiny ones, these little tiny parasites. Okay. And then inside that wall is the three big ones mixed inside of it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'm not going to do what I was going to do then. I... Um, yeah, I'm going to go second level chromatic orb at the one... Fuck. Nelson. God. Nelson already hit. Yeah. Uh, what's the range on Chromatic No cash. It's 90. 90? Okay. Yeah, you can you can just barely hit the one he hit. All right. That's a 13. That hits. One. That does four. I'm going to make it cold damage. That seemed to work last time. Okay. So that does 4d8. 4d8? Did you do it at second level? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 12, 15. 15? Uh, yeah, you, you blast this thing, and uh, frost kind of starts to go on a couple of its tentacles, and they kind of fall off and turn into this particulate. And you actually see uh, the smaller ones kind of start floating back towards it, trying to, like, suck up some of that particulate. And you said how much damage again? 15 points, 15 points of damage. All right, next is the... They all kind of get closer, um, and now they're kind of starting to be on the ship you see a, a lot more starting to like gather around the ship and a couple of them start to latch on. That's their turn. You hear a large boom come from the bottom of the ship and completely whiff past the in between the, the one on the left and the center one. And you see it take out a couple of the small ones, but otherwise nothing. Then you hear a, a buildup. Uh, you see a couple of the, the, the crew members uh, just uh, taking these small pistols and, and, and popping the ones that are getting on the ship. Um, but otherwise, uh, let me actually see how many they get. Uh, you only see them get a, a small handful of, uh, of the uh, ones that are kind of latching on the ship as more kind of cluster around. Nelson, your turn. What do you do? I am going to basically, I'm like, digging into the fanny pack and I'm assembling sort of um it's almost like a bullhorn uh-huh. um and I take uh, almost like a magazine and I click it in um and I'm going to fire a ray of sickness gotcha at one of the bigger ones within 60 feet of me uh okay yeah 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 they, they're all pro- within range okay now. cool uh ray of sickness what is what do I have to roll a ray of sickening uh so you take uh so I roll to hit first okay um, which that is 16. Okay, which one are you aiming for? Um, the, because I hit the one on the left first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for the one on the right. Okay. Okay. Um, that's 16. Does that hit? Uh, yes, that hits. Okay, cool. Uh, so it's going to take 2d8 damage. Okay. Uh, that is three damage. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, and then it, uh, make a constitution saving throw. 
whopping three damage. Whoa. You said constitution saving throw? Yeah. Ah, uh, four. Yeah, so uh, it is poison until the end of my next turn. Okay. Right. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah, you, you blast this thing and you see it kind of, uh, the, tendril, the tendrils that were kind of reaching out uh, kind of start coiling back in on itself, but otherwise doesn't seem to be, I mean, you can't really tell. Uh, yeah. You're not familiar with these beings. Uh, you see Jack kind of uh, murmuring this incantation underneath his breath, uh, kind of preparing something. Uh, and uh, you, you start to see these kind of arms start growing out of the side of the ships and kind of reaching in and pulling some of these parasites kind of towards it. And as they do, they kind of pop and turn into this particulate. Up next is Julie, your turn. Okay, so can I hit? They're within range now, right? Yes. Or are they- yeah, they're, they're pretty much in range of everything you have now. I'm like looking also at my maneuvers because I. Tyler, you're up after this. Let's use distracting strike also. Okay. On um, which one? Uh, the one closest to me. Uh, there are. Th- I mean, the of the big ones, they're all pretty much at the same distance. There's the one in the center, one on the left, and one on the right. If they're all at the same distance, then the shotgun could hit. No. God dang. They're they're spread as such that one's coming essentially now on the right side of the ship, one's coming on the left side of the ship, and one. I think I, I was targeting the left guy, so let's do the left guy. Okay. Uh. Okay. We're distracting strike. Go ahead and roll to a hit. Okay. So. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> yeah. So. I need to figure out wh- which one is my superiority die. What do I roll? Uh, I believe it's the D eight. Okay, so I add that to the damage. I'll add a two. Okay. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, I apologize that my combat takes so long. I have to, <laughs> all like... good. Uh, you see, you blast off another one of the tentacles, uh, and then what does distracting strike do? It makes it so that um, the next person to attack it gets advantage. Okay. On that first attack. And now for my second attack, uh-huh. I'm just going to do another shot. Uh, the same one? So you have advantage. It says other than you. Oh, other than you? Okay. Yeah. Then never mind. Okay. That is um, another 28. Okay, yeah. You blast this thing. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. 17. Uh, you see Julie kind of uh, blast this thing twice with the pistol. Um, and as she does, uh, its center kind of crumples in. And all of its tendrils start turning into that particulate. Uh, that one is gone. Is that the one she used distracting strike on? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Unfortunate. Was that the left one? Sorry. Uh, yeah, the left one. Right, then I'm not going to change Man, that plan. I was stupid. <laughs> uh, Wes, you're up. What do you do? Wand of magic missiles. Two charges. So okay. that's uh, four missiles at the... Is the one that we just killed the one we've been, like, pumping damn it everyone's been hitting? Yep. Okay, I'm shooting the central one then. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, That's okay. 10, 14, 18 points of force damage. 18 points of force damage and it just takes it. Uh, yeah. you you blast off one of its uh one of its uh, tentacles as the other uh, four kind of uh, reach out. Um, sorcery burn two sorceries points bonus action. Uh-huh. Uh another second level chromatic orb at the same one. Same one? Okay. Roll to attack. That's 13 plus 9, 21. 21, that hits. Roll or damage. 22, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 19 points of thunder damage. Uh, 19 points of fuck. Uh, yeah, you, you blast this thing back. Uh, go ahead and roll 2d10 for me. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. 
It's all right. You know what? That's fine. You know what? I I I've, I've, I smoked one of your guys in one round, so uh, let's see. Oh, it, sorry. This one didn't turn into the particularly see more. Still, tentacles. I smoke. Yeah. I, he's he's weak. That's a twenty. Twenty. I'm looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesse and. Why am I involved? Uh, let's see. Hmm. I'm so into this. <laughs> it's not Let's good say, for us, but it's still yeah, funny. Yeah, Jesse and Nelson both make dexterity saving throws. Julian Nelson. Or, yeah, Julian Nelson. Jesus. <laughs> Too many Julian Nelson uh, make dexterity saving I mean, throws. it's centered on me, so and I'm I, should, make, I also need to make one, don't I? Yeah, you also need to make one. It's for two of the, the crew members. Oh, God. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, hang on. What is? Hang on. Let me see what my spell save DC. Uh, it has to be to seventeen. Nope. Uh, Jesse. I also failed. Twenty-one. <laughs> Everyone but Julie Everybody. falls prone. <laughs> Everybody but Julie falls prone onto the ground as as this ball of grease just kind of explodes of out from explodes you out. From nasty life. boy. Uh, you see two crew members also t- uh, fall down to the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I cast grease centered on myself. Oofa doofa. All right. Boy. I'm uh, a nasty boy. You see, uh, it's all right. I did like thirty some points of damage yeah, in one I round. Yeah, you get a pass. Uh, you see, you see Jack kind of uh, look over you, look, look over at you, Wes, with like a confused look, and then uh, continue like like pulling his hands in, and you see more of the the creatures. Actually, let me roll. I for imagine how many this kills. badass scene Jeez. of like Wes pulling out the wand and magic missiles and like blowing it up and then right behind it hitting him with that huge force damage and then just like full on falling on his ass <laughs> falling what what's the scene like the transporter with like they're just like fighting in oil it's great it's really <laughs> nasty this is what I'm imagining now yeah pretty much you guys are all greased up Jason oh. Statham um, maybe the ship will go faster now butterball <laughs> I don't think that's how that works <laughs> uh, friction I Less friction on the top of the ship I lubed up the it's also a soul sail it's not actually touching anything um <laughs> You see, um, yeah, you see Jack kind of reach in and, and pull his arms in, and you see a couple more on the sides of the ship pop, but not enough. Uh, you see a lot more starting to kind of get on the side of the ship, and you actually hear, like, sounds of crunching coming from the sides of the ship. That sounds like more work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, you see these uh, these two now um, large uh, astral parasites uh roll up to the side of the ship and you see one of them bring a hand down right where uh, you uh, Nelson and you Wes would be Uh, so I'm going to need you two to make dexterity saving throws with disadvantage because you are prone Uh, Uh, that's a four nine (laughs) do they fall prone huh They don't uh, exactly not at all. Walk, do they? Uh, sorry, that was a wrong die. Let me re-roll the right die. Did I have to do something there? Not yet. Okay, you guys take eight points of bludgeoning damage, uh, and you guys would have been knocked prone if you weren't already already yeah. prone. Uh, Julie, <laughs> the you. other one uh, is reaching right above you and is pulling on uh, the first sail um, in the front of the ship. The fucking sail. Uh, the the base of the sail. So you hear a, a little bit of cracking. The mast. God damn it. Uh, up next is the ship. You you hear another whoop uh, and then a boom, and you see a, a pocket of those uh, the smaller parasites kind of clear out, but uh, they're the, the the big ones are now too close to be able to be hit by these cannons. Uh, Nelson, your turn. What do you do? Okay. Um. 
Uh, I'm going to make two attacks with my hand axe at the octo parasite on the right. Half your movement to get up. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then hand axe, uh, two attacks. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's do what? Okay. So the first attack is a uh, 18. 18. That hits. Okay. And then I'm just going to roll both attacks. Yeah. Just... And that is um, 23. 18 and 23. Those both hit. Roll damage. 1d6 for each. That is 7 and 5 for 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Uh, you don't uh, exactly cleave the, the tentacle off, uh, but you get pretty pretty far in it, uh, but not enough to exactly crush it off. Uh, Julie? Um, I want to aim for the one attacking the mask. Okay. Uh, the tentacle or the body of it? The body. Okay. Roll to attack. Okay, I'm trying to think how many shots have I used so far. You've used two of the pistol, and you have one left in the shotgun. Or two of the revolver. Yeah. Okay, so let's do two revolver shots in that case. Okay. Uh, 23. Uh, that hits. Okay. 10. 10 points of damage to the body. Okay. How's it looking? Uh, doesn't look great. Yeah, let's you do another You see another one. tentacle, uh, not the one that's holding the, the ship, uh, kind of disintegrate. Uh, let's attack the body again. That is a 26. That hits. <laughs> Roll damage. Uh, that is a 13. 13. You see that tentacle that you're, uh, you shoot the body and the body crumples in on itself and that tentacle begins to dissolve away. So the, the, the mass is, is more or less, uh, safe. It could use a little bit of repairs, but nothing crazy. Okay. So what's uh, left? Just the one that is now, uh, attacking the side of the ship. Okay. Um, that you guys are on. Uh, Wes, your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use half my movement to stand up. Yep. And 10 feet of that, or 15 feet of that, I guess. I'm just going to use all of it to get out of the grease pile because it's a 10-foot cube. Yes, let me make sure you, you don't have to. You, it's uh, you only when you end your turn do you have to make the deck okay. safe. Um, okay. When it, you enter safe? or end your turn in it. Yes. Oh, you, uh, do I have to make a deck You save? need to make a deck saving throw. Uh, well, Nelson. he's already prone, so he didn't. He never he got, oh, up. got up. I got up. Yeah, okay. so make another. Uh, that is a 17. That okay. passes. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to move out of it. Uh-huh. Uh, to the side where the one is attacking it. Uh-huh. Uh, fourth level chromatic orb. All right. <laughs> Roll that bone. That's a natural one. Whoa. <laughs> With. We hate to see it. Uh, I'm you... rolling luck. Oh, oh my okay. God. Oh, shit. We're it's fine. Good. I got plus one on luck rolls now. Oh, so. yeah. What? Five plus one, six, motherfucker. Okay. Plus one uh, luck. Uh, that's my. You can only use it like once every three ability. days. That's my. I can use it once. Every, oh, I didn't know that. Once Regardless, I've used it. You kind of look at this chromatic orb that kind of went by. What do you say to the chromatic orb to make it hit? What? Yeah. <laughs> I say, pull a little spin on there. Spin it. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to try and like reach out to it and like spin it like uh, a golf ball when it hits as a green. You, as you reach out and kind of do a, a hand-spinning motion, the chromatic orb kind of spins back around. Uh, roll uh, damage. That's 68. Holy shit. Well, yeah, I could have used have fireball. Yeah. <laughs> I could have used fireball, but I was like, I don't want to hurt the ship. 
which technically does more damage at a lower level and tell me than what, what the I just did. Roll, roll 1d8 real, real fast for me. Three. Okay, so it's fire damage. Oh. Go eight. ahead. Just keep on rolling. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. So that's uh, 8 plus 6 is... I can't do math today. Uh, 14. 14 plus 5 is 19 plus 7 is 26 plus 1 is 27, 32, 32 points. Uh, You light this thing ablaze, and as it does, the bolt fragments and shoots out to hit other uh, parasites, kind of lighting hey, them ablaze as well. let's go six on that luck roll. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, said 36 points of damage. Yeah, yeah. Oofa doofa, baby. Oh, uh, you see two of its tentacles just melt away into this particulate, and as it does, this kind of fire kind of breaths up. Jack looks at you kind of quizzically, kind of gives you a half smile, and then uh, fans his arms out, and as it does, two arms pop out the side of the ship and begin grabbing uh, a lot of these parasites and crushing them um, in its arms. Margaret's swole as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is this octopus. Uh, it kind of screeches at you, and then with its last two tentacles, pummels the side of the ship. Uh, everybody We've made so many deck saving throws in this session. 17. We don't normally make them. So, what a fun time. 19. 19. 10. 10. I'm hanging on Jack to the edge. Makes it. Two, oh fuck! I'm still in the uh, you see, puddle. you see. If, oh, uh, should I make it with disadvantage because I'm still in the grease puddle? Uh, let me see. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think grease is that strong. No, it's not. It's a first level spell. <gasps> Actually, we're gonna. Uh, you shouldn't have been able to make it out of the grease spell Why because not? it's difficult terrain. So you would have half of your half movement. Oh. Uh, so I'm gonna say make this one with disadvantage just to retcon for that. You're fine. Eleven. 11. Okay. Sorry, pal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's on me. So you guys take... Whew, plus. It's from slipping and falling? No, no, no. From the two tentacles. 13. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're I thought you said he plunged them into the ship, not us. Yeah, it did. Uh, but it caught both of you. Um, oh, it, like yeah. Kraken. Kraken okay. on the top. I thought you meant like plunged into. No, 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 not into. Sorry, onto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it kind of launched you guys up. It just enters the ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys, the arms off the Margaret. Uh, Nelson, the Margaret's been boarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh, Bye, Nelson oh, and Wes, you guys take 19 points of bludgeoning and piercing damage. 19 points. 19 points of bludgeoning and piercing damage. Jesse, you take nine. Nelson and Wes, you guys are launched up this? into the air. Uh, Wes, you can use your subjective gravity on your turn to bring you back to the ship. Nelson, you're going to have to make an acrobatics. Cast Featherfall. You're falling up right now. Never mind! (laughs) Uh, I have to make an acrobatics check? On your turn. Okay. Uh, Up next is uh, the ship. You see the ship uh, actually pull away from this uh, octopus monster. Or it's going to try, rather. Okay, that's pretty good. It does. You see it pull itself away, ripping off a little bit of the starboard bow. Starboard is starboard. is the right. Yeah, yeah. starboard bow. Um, and uh, a, a little bit kind of uh, the railings are kind of yanked off. Um, and uh, it turns, and then you see it point its cannon and fire at this this uh, tentacle monster uh, and blast it into oblivion. Yes, I don't even Margaret. need to roll damage. Yes. Actually, let me go ahead and roll damage real quick, but it should... <laughs> Margaret returns with a vengeance. 
Yeah, we're fixing the return. All, we're fixing this all arc should be okay. this yeah. arc should be called the return of the Margaret. <laughs> uh, you see it pull away and blast this thing into oblivion. Uh, there are still about uh, forty or fifty of these parasites kind of floating towards you guys. Are we still in initiative? You guys are still in initiative. Um, Nelson, what do you do? I have to make that acrobatics check. Make yeah, make an acrobatics check to see if you can uh, subjective gravity yourself back to the ship. Uh, that is twenty. 20? Yeah. yeah, you managed to wrench yourself uh, uh, upside down, kind of facing back towards the ship, and fall back towards the ship. Are you going to cast Feather, feather Fall? Otherwise, yeah. you're going to take some blood, yeah, some falling like damage. Yeah, I cast Feather Fall. Um, okay. Uh, so you gently float down back to the ship. Julie, your turn. Oh, no, Nelson, you still have the rest of your turn. Fucking rad. Well, I thought the Feather Fall would be an action. Oh, that would be is that, is uh, Feather Fall an action or a reaction? I don't mean to blow up your it's steam. It's a reaction. <laughs> yeah. Fucking okay. Yeah, figured it. It's, um, a, it's a saving. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, up. Ne- I'm going to. There's just a bunch of these little, little, yeah, little, little guys. Ma- little guys. Um, yeah. I'm gonna cast flaming sphere. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Twenty foot radius sphere. Um, where? Um, wherever I can see the most amount of. Uh, it's, it's kind of all in front of you right now. I mean, there's, they're kind of wrapping the ship. Uh, which part of the ship do you want to protect? Um, the part that has the exposed railing. So okay. the starboard side. That okay. Is, like, yeah, you, you create a flaming sphere uh, <coughs> right next to it. And um, it begins to swallow up a lot of these uh, uh, parasites. Wes, what do you do? Or sorry, Julie. Julie yeah. They have to make a deck save. Okay. Yeah, I'll just roll one if for they, the horde. If they end their turn. They have to make yeah. a deck save where you conjure it, though, too, right? Um, it doesn't. The spell doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say. It just says only when they end their turn. But it makes more sense to me that they would have to make make one it on their turn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they fail, so okay. those just turn so into that's... particulate. It doesn't. You don't oh, okay. even need to roll it. <laughs> uh, Wes, what do you do? It's Julie's turn. Or Julie, sorry, what, Julie, what do you do? Uh, I'm still. I'm like floating, right? You're not floating. You're you're the only one that didn't get launched up from the ship besides Jack. Oh wow. Um, and the captain. Who's been steering the ship? Can I still attack something then? Yeah, you see a whole bunch of these uh, parasites kind of all around you. Um, okay, yeah, let's do one shot at the revolver and then reload. Okay, uh, the revolver will only take one out. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Okay. I miss. What is it? Crit fail. Oh, yeah, you, you take a shot and it just kind of goes back out into the astral sea. Um, uh, Wes... What do you do? Fireball. Where and how? At the big group of them. There's, they're, they're wrapping the ship right now. Oh. Uh, cash I'm not going to fireball then. Cash. Nelson Nelson got some on the uh, starboard side, uh, but there's some on the front of you and to the left of you. All right. Instead of fireball, because I don't want to destroy the ship. <laughs> with- I mean, you have a range on fireball. You can put it far out from you. They're, they're, it's, like a, it's like a swarm of them around you. Oh, okay, yeah, then I cast Fireball. Where? To the right side of the ship where all that damage we took was to get uh, them off of that side. Okay. Is that... Nelson already kind of put oh, one over there, but if you want to do more, you can. No, I'll, I'll, I'll go just the other side. I'll go the opposite side of what Nelson okay. did just to clear it out. That's a deck save on your part. Yeah, let me I'll roll it for the horde. Yeah, they fail. So you just eviscerate... Uh, roll damage and... We'll see how many that is. That's... <laughs> Five, seven, nine, eleven, twelve, eleven, fifteen, nineteen, 
22, 24. 24, 24 points, points of, of damage. damage. So you, you, yeah, you clear out a big chunk of the ones um, on the uh, left side of the ship. Uh, Jack, you see Jack kind of uh, use his hands now and reach up and do a clap above his head. Um, and the two arms on the side of the ship kind of clap together, and you just see all of them just turn into particulate. Everything else? Uh, above you guys. There's oh, still okay. some in front of you all. Uh, next up, you see a couple of them kind of start charging the actual ship. Uh, more than the, the crew members that are now still floating in the air uh, can kind of uh, shoot at. Um, and they all begin charging you guys. I'm just going to do attacks on each of you. Uh <laughs> Uh, 12 versus AC on Julie. Uh, I I beat it. Okay, Wes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a critical hit. 20. Yeah. Um, Sorry, and Wes. Nelson. Can I can I use shield to make my AC 20? Oh, meets it beats it meets anyway. It Never mind. It. Uh, I think 20 it, is just an auto it, hit anyway. It's a crit. Anyway, yeah. Um, and Nelson, that is a 12. Miss. Okay. Uh. I don't know why they only decided to eat up Wes. No, I've been, no, 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 I, it's because no, no, no. I've been wrecking their asses. You, I mean, you only take, uh, you take six points of uh, piercing damage as they, as a couple of them kind of latch onto you. I'm not looking great. <laughs> Just gotta say. Uh, next Single up, you see, digits. The, you see the captain. Uh, the captain actually pushes in the, uh, the steering and turns it and the flip does a complete roll. Uh, clearing off the rest of them uh, uh, below and around you. Wait, the Margaret just barrel rolled? It just no barrel, barrel rolled. No! <laughs> uh, and McGullen uh, Cully. <laughs> the barrel roller. And as, as it kind of lands back, uh, you see the captain kind of uh, point forward to tell you all to get the rest of them in front of you all. Uh, Nelson, your turn. Um, okay, uh, I am going to move my flaming sphere like next like I'm just like I'm gonna do like a sweep to like the next major concentration of parasites uh how far can it move uh it can move up to 30 feet 30 feet okay yep. yeah you move it just to the front of the ship yep okay uh and they need to make a dexterity saving throw yep. uh, they completely fail you just burn a hole through the front part there's only like a, a a small small uh batch right in front of you but then you guys hear a loud roar oh, and suddenly the skies just open up around. I'm gonna need everyone to make a constitution and wisdom saving throw. Both of them? Uh, one at a time. Everybody make a constitution saving throw first. Oh wait, no, I have advantage on those. That's fun. Or not advantage, I have uh, a proficiency in those. Still not good, 13? 18, there's a critical failure. Nelson. Third character? Okay. <laughs> Uh, every- Yo! <laughs> okay, hold on. Sorry. Uh, Julie, uh, or everybody else make a wisdom saving throws? Five. Natural one. Oh, fuck. Uh, Nelson? I'm about to get make a oh, wisdom saving up. throw. <laughs> um, the saving throw? Yep. Nine. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> I'm going to pop some tags. Uh, I got five hit points in my pocket. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Wes and Julie, you two kind of feel like this tingling sensation in your stomach and you actually look behind you and for some reason this, this, this rift that kind of opened up begins to shake your core and your, your strings kind of do like this little wave in the back of your, on, on your back. 
Wait, what's Dizzle Wave? Those those silver cores that kind of poke out from your back do a little like a wave. Nelson, you feel the singular sensation of your soul being separated from your body. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly there's a loud loud whistling sound, and then a spot. And suddenly, Nelson, your physical being is here on the ship. (laughs) Um, I'm all here, gang. Are, have we been sort of like semi-translucent this whole time? Not semi-translucent, but you you can tell that your your physical bodies were still at, uh, on Gaia. Uh, Nelson, if you die in the astral plane, you die in real life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then all of you are completely mind-fucked. Your brains just turn into, into goo. You guys can't really tell what's going on. Wes... And Nelson, roll 2d10 for me. And Nelson? Yes. Julie, uh, you just feel your legs kind of give out, and you can't really move right now. 31. 31. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not not wild magic. No, no, no. But the actual, ast- the actual one for regular wild magic, you are transported to the astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, what would have happened? Uh, you, no, you know oh, the same thing down. that he just had, where... Uh, 25. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe. Okay, so you said 31 and After which time you returned to the space you previously occupied. It's just for... <laughs> right. You just pop into somewhere else in the astral plane. Uh, yeah, you two also feel your, your legs kind of just give out and go to jelly. And suddenly the captain is barking orders, but you can't really make them out, and you guys are carried down underneath the, the ship. Um... Oh, like into the lower into decks? The, into the oh, okay. lower so decks and, and dropped us. off on your bunks. Nice. Um, and uh, you guys uh, settle there uh, for the night. No hit points damage to us? Uh, no hit point damage. Uh, Nelson is the only one that has suffered a, a terrible fate. Uh, a fate worse than death. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Not death. How the fuck am I get out of here? <laughs> um, yes. Shit. Uh, this blows. I'm gonna give a deal. 